All right, self-aware fam, welcome back. Again, this is J-Mix, your host. Up next in our on-period series is Aaron Wiggins. Aaron is currently a resident of New Orleans where he is a professional ballet dancer. He identifies as a gay male, aka a penis owner, and is super happy to contribute to the conversation about periods. Just a heads up, I have to switch the audio towards the middle of the conversation on my part. So just so you're aware and wondering why it sounds a little different, but stay tuned to the end of the episode because I will be premiering the results to my penis owner survey. I asked penis owners to describe the memory of the first time they found out about periods. And some of the answers were wild. If you want to just hear the results, then just scroll to the end. But if you want to hear the conversation I had with Aaron, here it is. How do you feel personally about periods at the moment? Um, It's kind of funny because um, my roommate just started her period like yesterday or the day before. Uh Like how appropriate. (laughs) Right now, right as I'm about to do this interview. um, So I just, I personally think that they're fascinating and uh, I'm really into the cycles of the moon and I've like mm. seen connects to the moon and spirituality. And I think it gives women a certain amount of magic that men don't necessarily have access to. Ooh, um, magic. <laughs> I love it. True. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love, I love it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Cycles, like everything, you know, that is connected. And um, I'll be honest, I'm still learning about the anatomy of it mm-hmm. and like the hormonal science behind it because, you know, background on me, um, I'm a gay man and so I've never dated a woman or mm-hmm. really been in a romantic relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. All of my best friends have been girls my whole entire life. Or women, you know? And I've always lived with women, like always. And mm-hmm. so I've witnessed it and I've seen the cycles and I've had some experience, but I also have a different perspective having not dated a woman in a oh, way. That's so, so true. there's like certain anatomical things that I'm still learning about. Awesome. But, uh, that's my stance on it really. Cool. <laughs> I love it though. Um, so you were saying that they're fascinating. When did periods begin to fascinate you? Like, do you remember a time in your life where you were like, Oh, Hmm. Yeah. I feel like this- probably a generic answer but i think the first time i ever learned that that was a thing because as a penis owner i obviously don't have periods Mm -hmm. and so the first time i learned that women go through that i was like wait what (laughs) (laughs) like like, so confused about the whole concept like and that was probably you know i was probably like 13 12 something around that age so you didn't know periods were a thing until you were 13 around 13 yeah i don't think so wow okay my mom would never tell me about it and then you know at that age i think most girls are ashamed of it or embarrassed and they yeah. don't tell me about it. yeah and so i didn't know that was a thing and then it was so exactly i was like 12 or 13 and i was like so shocked because i got my whole life and i never knew that when you did that every month whoa like what i never even actually thought about that i wonder how ooh, 
you might, I might be putting up another survey. I feel like women, we have to know because like, at like an early age, cause you know, it's coming. Like, you know, your, your, your female elders or whatever will start noticing that you're growing breasts or something like that. Or like they know it's around that age and then they just start like giving you hints and you don't even know what's happening. So it's like, but like with boys or, or penis owners, it's like, it's I, I could imagine that it may not even have came up because it wasn't of interest or of worry, I should say. You know what? I love these surveys that are happening too because these surveys, like the survey that I had um yesterday with the women, I was just trying to find out because I had another conversation with someone. She was talking about how some girls only have periods for like two, three days, and I was like, "I know you lying. Like that is that like that's a luxury." And so I was curious to find out because she's one of those people that only has a period for like four, four days or something like that, and that's still considered short. And I was like, "You're that's a blessing." And then she said, "But her period the entire time is." horrid because i think it's all just coming out all at once and like all of it like it all comes out so violently that once it's over it's over but then they have other women that have longer periods but it's more spaced out and so i was just curious and that's why i conducted the survey yesterday i wanted to see how many women like if their duration was a certain amount like how like where their symptoms lied like where their more um uncomfortable symptoms lie so like their nausea their vomiting and diarrhea and all that other stuff so i guess to get into your sexuality is it unheard of to discuss periods in the gay male community at all or like is it even a, a subject because of the same reason we were just talking about i'm trying to honestly think if i've ever talked about periods with another gay man hmm. i'm sure like in a conversation with a woman pre- present, um, we have talked about it in the presence of other gay men, but um, I don't think I've ever like really had conversations with other gay men about periods. I mean, I kind of mentioned this to you before, but like partly why I want to do this interview is because there is like a level of like, not with all gay men, of course, you know? Yeah. But there's a slight level of like misogyny and like, ooh, vaginas, like literally I've heard gay men say that and it's just like whatever <laughs> i don't know if we can curse i'm sorry no no you can it's completely okay i don't uh, mind cussing you express yourself as freely as you need to that is why the self aware millennial is in existence <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah, well, I, yeah i think there's also um lack of education particularly among the gay male community because we don't experience it ourselves or we're not always up close. So yeah, no, uh, I don't think I've ever talked about it with another gay man. Okay. So would you say like in the community, and I mean, I know you don't represent the entire gay male community, but like, um, do you consider, or do you think or feel that a lot of them are feeling similarly to you on this where like, maybe they want to know more, but it's just, you just don't really think about it. And um, until like a woman is in your presence or a feet, I'm sorry, a vagina owner is in, in your presence. Hmm. I think it's just because we don't know as much and it's not, I don't really know how to put it. I just think most gay men, it's almost like since it doesn't really affect us that much, it's just not really in our 
Yeah. Mindset, you know? Yeah. I just think we don't. But actually, now that I think about it, um, I did have a friend once who we talked about the magic of the period. And he was, like, also, like, me, like, very into, like, the moon cycles and spirituality and stuff. And he, um, this was, like, a little out there. But, hey, I'm here for it. Um, he was talking about he and his, like, three women or vagina-owning roommates he would collect their period blood and he would paint with them um, as like, Whoa. which actually I have a friend and I'm not going to disclose who it is, but I went over to her house recently and she is doing the same thing. She's making paintings with her period blood. I'm impressed. <laughs> Does she have those paintings online anywhere? Cause I would love to highlight them. Uh, no, this is the first time she's trying it. Okay. Well, if she wants to commission one of her <laughs> her paintings, let tell her to hit me up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will. It was funny because um, on that subject, uh, whenever I was hanging out with her the other day, she showed me how she was working on it. And then at first I was like, oh, you know, it was kind of jarring. And yeah. she was like, that gross you out. And I was like, honestly, it's not that's period blood. It's just because it's blood. But I was like, it's very beautiful, though. Like, and I'm sure it's, like, powerful painting. But does know? it, well, I guess, did you, when you looked at it, if you had, if she hadn't told you what it was, would you even know what it was? Um, maybe not. If she hadn't told me, I may not have known. Because it looks kind of like watercolor. Although, um... <laughs> I know you've experienced this. Some of the, uh, and she talked about this with me too. Some of the um, parts of the blood wouldn't even out. They were like thicker. Yeah. Yeah. There's like blood clots sometimes. And yeah, some of the blood, depending on when it's coming out, it's coming out thinner, darker. depends on the time of the the week Uh of the period, the cycle. Yeah. Telling me about, which I had no idea, you know, Mm -hmm. so I was like, ah, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. some of the like clumpier parts in the painting Whoa. so i guess you know, oh it wasn't just paint which that part was a little like hard for me to look at because i've never seen that and i had no idea i was just like oh um i'm not grossed out but a, <laughs> yeah well i find that I, that's very that's awesome i i think that's really cool um, yeah no it'd be like such a powerful piece to have in your house like so cool yeah well, um, I got like a couple more questions for you. Not actually, this might be the last one. Um, unless like, as you're talking, I always like, I'm that kind of person that I have some questions, but like, once you start talking, like I'm starting to ask more, but this one I have, um, why is this such a long question? Oh, I think this was a good question. I'm just reading it off. Cause that's how I wrote it. It says, uh, for you, it must feel reassuring that women are comfortable enough to discuss the contents of their period with you. What would you say to your gay male counterparts who want to develop that same trust factor with the women in their life? Mm. I know it's sometimes organically already the case because of reasons that can be in a completely different episode, but you know, I feel, I still feel like there can be a deeper understanding and conversation between vagina owners and penis owners that are gay males as well that makes sense yeah that's that's a whole thing yes (laughs) (laughs) but um i would just i think i think most gay men already are 
open to talking about it with their girlfriends or vagina only. Um, but I think I have a unique relationship with some of my girlfriends that we talk about it and that like, I mean, we like are comfortable like walking around naked. Like one of my old roommates, um, we like never wore clothes and like, man, I saw everything. He was like, look, my tampon string. <laughs> like, hey. like, I'm just a very open person in general, but I think most gay men are fine or comfortable talking about periods. Um, but I think all penis owners, gay or straight, we should get more curious about the period because especially, I mean, you know, not to get all preachy, but um, <laughs> why? Get, yeah. get preachy. Get preachy. <laughs> like, that is okay. <laughs> This is the times, man. We have to get preachy. Preach. I know. Yeah, like, why are condoms free and tampons aren't? I'm sure y'all talked about this already. But, like, what? seriously, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. I still can't believe that y'all have to buy tampons because you have no choice. Yeah. And, I mean, the fact that, like, from what I've heard from some of my friends, like, the tampons are extremely uncomfortable. Like, I bought one of my friends her first Diva Cup. And she said it's still not comfortable, but it's better and cheaper. So... Diva cup. I, I have a diva cup. I love yeah. my diva cup. It's the best thing. I like. I still have tampons and like pads and stuff around, but like I don't necessarily need them nearly as much as I. I would much prefer the diva cup because I mean it's a little bit more expensive, but you're saving money in the long run because that's all you need. You don't need to keep going back to the store and buying disposables if that makes sense because you have right. Yeah. That's not disposable. For months right. and months, and if you take care of it years on end, so it's like you're saving yourself money. Yeah, and then even you know, have since my this friend has had the diva cup, um, I've learned so much more because um, I've seen or we've talked about how many times she has to empty it. I'm like, you really bleed that much? Yeah. Like, you know. So I've just yeah. learned so much because like we talk about everything all the time. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, and I'm curious about it too. So I want to know. So I think that's another important thing for penis owners to do is be curious. Yeah. We should want to know because it's important. It's half the population. It's our mothers. It's the people that. It's how you got here. Kind of. In a way. I mean, I mean, it's a yeah. part of it, you know? Right. <laughs> and then I think even the more penis owners know the more vagina owners can know too because i just think it just hasn't been talked about enough or like researched enough i mean i could be wrong in that but i feel like there are more advances we could do that i don't know well if men had periods this wouldn't be a an issue or a problem or like a like if we both had to deal with it and this yeah. amount um while it's on my mind because I think this is just going to be a reoccurring question that I asked. I ask any penis owner that I come in contact with about periods, but I'm curious to know if anyone has described to you what it feels like, like when it's like what cramps feel like and like just that overall feeling of being on your period. Oh yeah. Um, not only have they described it, I've seen it firsthand from several friends. Um, I have, I remember one of my first experiences with that was in high school. I was probably like 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we were in a dance class and um, one of my best friends uh, or my actually best friend, um, she was on her period and she like bent over and she had to go sit down. She had to like stop dancing because it hurts so bad. Yeah. And she was like cramps. And like, she was like, she popped Midol like crazy. And then I learned what Midol was from her and it still yeah. hurt that bad because she was still in so much pain. And another friend of mine, um, who I'm in, uh, I danced with as well. Um, she would sometimes not be able to come because every time she gets her period, she throws up a lot. She has really bad diarrhea and she's like, I just have to take today off, which I was like, that's intense. She, um, is in her mid thirties. So I don't know if age affects what the period does to you. I mean, I know it can yeah yeah so I'm not sure if that was a factor but so yes i mean we've discussed it and she's like you know but i've also literally witnessed it <laughs> right right well i feel like you have a lot more knowledge than a lot of penis owners honestly <laughs> but i think it's yeah. because of your curiosity so it's it's refreshing yeah. <laughs> but i really hope that you still are able to learn some more things on this episode once it comes out it, oh yeah. Uh, yeah it's a lot i mean i'm learning things and i'm you know it, it's weird right <laughs> but i i love it and i'm really excited for it and i'm i'm very hopeful that it'll be educational i'm trying to like also include many like facts and you know polls from the people that i already know because i want to grow this community and I think growing this community is kind of understanding where people are already at. Understanding that the community that I am that I am trying to create is not a representation. I would love it to be a representation of the like everybody around this entire planet, but I mean that could come at some point. But I know right now it's just specifically mostly people in New Orleans and you know in various parts of the United States for right now. But I know the realities of others once they, if they see themselves for a millennial, I'll start getting different perspectives and maybe they'll be different or maybe they'll be the same. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where it is, but I, I think I want to make sure that people are aware of that when they watch this episode, because a lot of the opinions and the, the polls and the surveys I'm getting are from people that I already know. But thankfully, I know a diverse amount of people. So that's helpful. But like, it's like, I know that that's not necessarily like it could be misconstrued in some way. So I have to Mm -hmm. let people know like it has it's just the people that are watching the self-aware millennial or following the self-aware millennial right now. And it could change. And that's what that's what it means to be self-aware. You got to know that evolution (laughs) is a thing and that as things grow and things trans, you know, transition. They're not always going to be the same. So, boo. And also, <laughs> I need, honestly, I realize I need a lot of male followers on this, like, on this train. So, if you got people and, like, like I, uh, gosh, like, I realized oh. when I was, like, doing these surveys, like. If I start talking about periods, the women are right there. And if I, even if I ask, like, penis owners, I'm like, penis owners. And then, like, it takes a little bit for them to, like, start, you know, talking or whatever. But it, it's it's wonderful. 
But I realize even just, I realize that I have a, an imbalance. I have more women than men in my, my following at the moment. I want it to be a little bit more equalized. So working on yeah. that. Yeah. Share and promote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day at a time. Thankfully, I've, I'm, I'm really thankful for this, for this pandemic for that reason, because I wouldn't be able to dedicate this much time to my craft in this way, yeah. which is not yeah. a way that I've ever really done it before. But this is definitely a wonderful way to like get to talk to people during the pandemic and like just, you know, like it's been a it's been a rewarding experience. I'm trying not to look at it as a I'm not trying to look at the bad that's been happening, even though I'm aware that it's all around me. Um, but I think for my mental health and my positive vibes and like my, my coast to keep going, it's, it's very, it's easy and better for me to focus on what I can control right now. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, absolutely. So that was my tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Another special thanks to Aaron for coming on and talking about his experience as a gay male and learning about periods and just wanting to know more. I love that he finds them magical. I think if we could get into the mindset of thinking of periods in that way, I believe the respect given to vagina owners would be tenfold. So, all right, what y'all all have been waiting for, the TSAM period survey for the penis owners. I asked the penis owners first about what age they found out about periods and a lot of them found out in their preteen years. So nine to 12 years old. I also asked them to describe their memories of finding out, but due to time, I'm not going to read everybody's responses. And if you want, I can actually probably find somewhere to post them all, maybe on the Instagram. I'll think about it, but I want to highlight some of my favorites. They're kind of tongue in cheek. They're not going to be super serious, but I just wanted to share them because they put a smile on my face in a very trying time. One of my TCM penis owners said, my big sister showed me a used tampon. No joke. It scared me, but I got over it. I found that this was a cute one. Um, another one said that they were in the bathroom with their mom and there was blood in the toilet and their mom told them That means that she couldn't have babies. Another penis owner said that they found out what periods were through the Cosby show where Rudy got her first period. This is a fun one. This person said, my older sister had just gotten hers and that's when tampons were becoming a thing. I remember she accidentally put it in her butt and her friends had to go help her. And the last I'm going to highlight is... This person said they saw something about it mentioned on TV and they asked their mom. She then gave them a short answer and it didn't really explain anything. So they remembered Googling it and they got information that they felt was meant for someone much older. So they just barely understood it. So in the end, they felt it was kind of worth it. I want to thank all of my penis owners for giving their feedback I'm going to put this on my Instagram and I'm just going to screen cap and show y'all and y'all can swipe through and look at all the different responses. They were very enlightening to read 
especially right now. I hope that y'all are having a great day or a great evening wherever you're watching this. Thank you guys so much again. And if you are loving this, please make sure that you are following me on Instagram. Make sure that you are subscribing to any major podcasting streaming service that you are listening to this on. Subscribe to me on YouTube. And last but not least, Patreon. Y'all, this community is growing so fast. Get on there while you can. I'm going to be literally on there every single day posting things that I'm not going to be sharing to the general public about my life and my inspirations that have brought me to even talking to you guys in the first place. Okay, I will see y'all for the next part of the series. We will be talking to Hillary Mitchell, who is going to be giving her information about cervical stenosis and PCOS. I will talk to y'all soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.